In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The text is taken from the epistle for this day. 1 Corinthians 3, verses 10 to 17. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy. And you are that temple. This is our text. I had an aunt who was energetic and active into her 80s. But in the month of February, she went to give blood, but slipped in the parking lot and broke her hip. If no one had called an ambulance, she'd have died that day. But an ambulance did pick her up, and she began receiving treatment and care to preserve her life. However, though her hip was set and the bone healed, she found the pain and the effort that therapy took to be too much for her. She stopped eating and wasted away. She died within a year of that accident. Too many believers in Christ share a similar fate. They have come to believe in Christ and have been rescued from certain death, but they refuse to cooperate with their own healing. The demands of the Christian life are too much for them. They refuse to practice their faith if they don't lose their salvation altogether. They live a life that is barren of spiritual fruit and devoid of deeper meaning and unready for the Lord's visitation. St. Paul warns the Corinthians against such a life, so let us confront the question Paul raises. You owe your eternal life to God in Christ, but are you building on it? In Christ, God gives a foundation to our lives. You know, God created us to have life to the full. That means eternal life, unending life. But we have spoiled God's plan, for we have sinned. In Adam, we have all been one, one sinful man. And we have inherited from Adam sin and guilt, and we've repeated that sin in our lives by our own choices, by our own desires, by our own loves, and our sin has caused us to be cut off from life. 
For as St. Paul writes, quoting Ezekiel, the wages of sin is death. The soul that sinneth shall die. Paul writes as well, by one man sin entered the world and so death reigned from Adam. Like my fallen ant, we are lying broken on the pavement unless rescue comes. And Christ is that rescuer. His very name, Jesus, means Savior. He took our sin, our guilt, our very death with him on the cross. And then he rose from death to give us that victory. What a great exchange for those who are joined to Christ. Our sin and guilt and death goes on him. His righteousness and innocence and eternal life flows to us. And this is the foundation we can build on. Sadly, so many people, even nominal Christians, choose to build their lives on something else. There are a lot of people who build their lives on their job, and then the day comes, they get laid off. There are many people who build their lives on their spouse. I've known so many who become disillusioned with that route to happiness. Sometimes it takes less than a year. I've known people who were distracted by their friends. Their life was built on their social lives until one day the friends changed or they changed and the distraction no longer satisfied them. They became aware that they had frittered away 20, 30 years of their life socializing. And then there are the folks who are devoted to mother or father. I knew a woman who was totally devoted to her mother and lived with her for many, many years, and then her mother died. And she realized, naive as it may seem, that her mother could not save her from death. Her mother could not even prevent her own death. These are the faulty foundations we build our lives on. But only this foundation saves that which is laid in Christ Jesus. St. Paul's, it will survive the fire, the fire of the last day. And this is the faith by which we are saved. We are confident in what Jesus has done. Therefore, this is the foundation upon which we can build. For you see, through the work of Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes to us. When Christ is in our lives, the message of Christ and the Holy Spirit is what comes into us, making us a temple of God. It's the Holy Spirit, God Himself who dwells in us, that gives us both faith and eternal life. They are inseparable. That's why St. Paul says to the Corinthians later on, no one can say Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit that enables us to confess Christ and to have faith. And it's that faith given by the Spirit that is the evidence or sign of eternal life within us. That's why Luther could write in this hymn, 
The hymn that was sung as they carried his coffin back to Wittenberg for burial, we now implore God the Holy Ghost for the true faith which we need the most, that in our last moments he may befriend us, and as homeward we journey, attend us. Lord, have mercy. So in Christ, God gives a foundation for our lives. Are we building on this foundation with things that will last or things that will perish? Notice the images Paul uses. Some are building with gold or silver or jewels and others are building with straw or wood. Well, when the fire comes, the latter will be destroyed. What does it mean to build upon this foundation? Our Lord Jesus gives us a clue in the Sermon on the Mount. He who hears my words and does them is like the wise man who built his house upon a rock. Faith is hearing the word of God and keeping it. We are saved by this faith. A foundation laid in, a complete dependence on, a confidence in Jesus Christ. We are saved by this faith, but this faith is not without its effect in our lives. A faith without works is dead. It's a false faith. We're not saved because we do works. We do works because we are saved. And to do the works that are pleasing to God, to bear the fruit of faith, this is what Paul means by building on this foundation. For the works that are done in faith are the works that will last. They are the things that will not perish. So I ask you, are you saving up for retirement without laying up treasures in heaven? Are you building merely for an earthly life and failing to reckon with the eternal life? You invest for short-term gains. You spend an hour here for fun, a few dollars there to avoid inconveniences like running short of toilet paper. You may invest a few hours of sweat a week for better health or physical attractiveness. You make these investments and you know they will pay off in the near future. Well, I say to you, invest in the kingdom of God. Invest by building on the foundation of Christ in your life and you will reap a reward eternally. So invest in prayer. Invest in Bible study. Invest in worship and in witness for the fruits of these investments. will survive the fire. Invest in charity, in its original sense, love. Love of God which extends to other people. That's what it means to be charitable. And it includes not only the sacrifice of your wealth, but the forgiving of others. Let's face it. If you're going to spend your good money to help somebody out and then you find out that they don't have their, they don't have that money because they made foolish decisions, it's easy to judge that person. Maybe even resent that person who needs help because they could have avoided costing both themselves and you this money which you have given up. So part of charity is not only giving to others, but refraining 
from judging them, condemning them, wishing them ill because they are where they are. So invest in charity in its full sense. And invest in stewardship. Stewardship is recognizing that all we have in this life is given to us by God. And we are not going to take it with us. We are merely handling it for God in the meantime. So in your stewardship, make use of the time, the talents and abilities you have, the treasure, the resources, the money that the Lord has entrusted to you. Make a difference with your time and talent and treasure locally. You start with your family, the people who depend on you, the people who love you, the people with whom you have an irreplaceable relationship. Yes, be a good steward of all that you spend on them. Probably the majority of your time, your talent and treasure. But then there are others. Your family of God, your church. You can make a difference locally, not only among the people in this community, but thereby you can lay up treasure in heaven for the things we do in Jesus' name is building on that foundation in our lives. And out in the world as Christ's representative to whomever you run into, whether it's the waiter at the restaurant or the worker at the post office, look for opportunity to share the Lord to be God's man in that place and time to brighten another person's day by doing what is right and looking for opportunities to do what is right. To see your life as an extension of Jesus Christ, as his person in whatever situation you're in, this is to build on the foundation in Christ Jesus which is laid. And these are the things that will endure the last day. Most of us can remember our elementary school days and the things that seemed so important back then. Now, looking back, we recognize that elementary school was not primarily about where you sat, although that seemed so important at the time. Primary school, elementary school was not about what kind of cartoon was on your lunchbox, although that seemed so important at the time. It was not really about who chose you for their team during recess, though that seemed so important at the time. Elementary school was about the skills you acquired to read and understand numbers. Skills that suddenly came in handy when learning to drive seemed so important to you as a teenager. And you know, this life is like elementary school. This life is not about the things that seem so important to ourselves or that others talk about. This life is about our building on the foundation of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you to build on that foundation in your life so that when the last day comes, you will be commended and in Paul's words, receive a reward.
Amen. And may that peace of God that surpasses understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord.